0: This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets.
1: Welcome everyone. This is Michelle Byrne, host of Best Pets for Pets on Pet Life Radio. I'm speechless because my next guest has the most beautiful furniture for your feed line. We're going to be right back and I'm going to tell you more about it. Hey everyone, this is Michelle Fern, host of Best Bets for Pets. I want to tell you about a great new litter I found, and guess what? It's Molly Endorsed. If Molly approves of the litter, gotta be good, because she's my finicky cat when it comes to litter. It's called Pretty Litter, kind of fits because Molly's sort of a diva, so pretty litter, but that's not what's great about it. When Molly uses the litter box, I could tell by the color of the litter how her health is. It actually has built-in color changing particles within the litter and that will tell me whether her health is okay, whether I should monitor it and then go to the vet and get things checked out or just, you know, everything's going well, which I love. And best of all, I have a special offer for everyone listening. You can go to prettylittlecatscom slash best vet. And use the coupon code BESTBETS and you'll get 20% off your first subscription order. How great is that?
0: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to introduce Jackson Cunningham. He is the founder and e-commerce manager of Tuft & Paw. Welcome, Jackson.
2: Hey, thanks for having me.
1: Well, thanks for coming on. Tuft & Paw makes all kinds of different types of furniture for your cat or your kitty. And they're beautiful in design. And they're the kind of things you would like around your home versus some of the cat stuff that you'd rather not have around your home. So tell us a little bit just about your how Tuft and Paw came about.
2: Yeah, for sure. So I guess, well, I have a cat and um, the initial story was I was traveling with uh, my girlfriend in Colombia and we noticed that there was a ton of street cats there and they were basically treated like, like rats or like pests, like people would sort of throw rocks at them and sort of kick them to the side. And as a cat owner and cat lover, that really sort of struck a nerve with us. And um, I had a background in digital marketing and I thought like I really wanted my next business to be something that I could grow into basically a mission to sort of helping the homeless cat community and then sort of doing a little bit more research into that idea. There's some tools that you can use to sort of see how many people are searching for things online. And I could see that there was a ton of people searching for like modern cat furniture. And so that was kind of like the origins of it. And then we sort of looked over at our own cat furniture and it was sure enough, sort of like ugly plush furniture. And we were just thinking like, why isn't anybody sort of elevating pet furniture?
1: That's a great story and really interesting. And your furniture, I mean, you sent us the cat scratcher to sample, and it's beautiful. It just, it looks like, actually, a friend that saw it in the studio, one of our other show hosts was here and said, where'd you get this? Were you at the art show yeah. in, at, um, you know, one of the local ones? And I said, no, that's a sample for my a show coming up. And they were floored. Right. And they said, really? They go, wow, I just thought it was funny. And this is for a cat, for a scratcher? I said, yeah. Yeah. So that was just... How would you describe your furniture for everybody that's listening?
2: Yeah. So, I mean, like, I think cat furniture, well, pet furniture, but cat furniture specifically has always been like a throwaway thought. Like, people haven't really it's been done a certain way for so long that you could just kind of expect it to be kind of like low quality. And we try to take the same sort of approach to cat furniture that you would to like regular human furniture. And so I think it's sort of more of a trend these days. You have people who are getting used to living in smaller spaces, you know, more expensive, smaller spaces. And so everything that goes inside your house really matters. And, um, So yeah, to describe our stuff, we take the same approach as you would to human furniture with regards to quality and materials that we use. And in terms of describing it, I mean, we have all types of stuff in different categories. So we have different, you know, cats like to perch, they like to spy, they like to hide, they like to climb and scratch. And so we have basically different pieces that will satisfy those different needs. So like we have a a massive cat wheel that a cat can sort of run along um, that's coated with scratching materials. so They can climb on it. They can run, they can scratch it. We have ball beds that are sort of look like caves that they can hide in and climb on top of. We have some really cool scratching posts and cat trees. And so really it's just like basically furniture that both your cat is going to like, but also that you're going to like it as well. So like when we're looking into designs, it's number one, is the cat going to like this? Number two, is the human going to like this?
1: I like how you do that. It's the first is the cat because, yeah. you know, if the cat doesn't like it, the human doesn't, it's right. not going to make the human happy to buy it. So that makes yeah, that exactly. makes a lot of sense. That's- what is your favorite? Oh, that's a great question. Or wait, what is your cat's favorite?
2: Yeah, that's a good question too. Actually, My cat's favorite, and you know, I haven't tested with our cat every single product because we wouldn't have any room for our own furniture if that was, if, if we tried to do that, but my cat's favorite one is, I think it actually might be the same scratching post that we sent you. It is like incredibly sturdy and for a scratching post, that is so important. There's lots of scratching posts on the market that are like, that aren't that sturdy or like, you know, maybe they're hanging on a wall or something and don't like cats don't like that. And that's why they scratch your furniture because your, your couch is so sturdy. And so this post that I have, it's called the Turum, and it's basically like indestructible. And it also looks very minimalist and beautiful. And my cat uses it all the time and we'll flip it horizontally to, um to give them a different kind of stretch every once in a while. And we're actually developing one that's going to be both horizontal and vertical. So it'll have sort of different dimensions for the cat to scratch.
1: I, I don't want to make this all about, you know, cat scratching posts, but is there a preference, do you think, over most cats for vertical or horizontal, or it just depends on the cat?
2: Hmm, that's a great question. I think that, I mean, you'll see most people, I think, listening to this will know that like the two things that a cat seems to scratch in their house is like their carpet and their, um, their, carpet and their couch. Yeah. And so that's basically, um, we have, we work with cat behaviorists, and we try to understand these things and it is important that they stretch at different angles. And it's basically the main reason cats scratch is like to sharpen their claws, remove their claw casings, and also to stretch their body. And in terms of what's more common, definitely more common is the vertical scratching post Whether or not that's how it should be, I don't know. And we're still kind of trying to study that. We do have a horizontal scratching post that we sell and it's super popular as well. And again, like with my own cat, we're always um, switching it up. And so I think vertical is more common, but I think the horizontal might be neglected.
1: Interesting and you also sell perches that you could put on the wall. Now is this something that you could put on your wall so if you have a cat that like you know likes to jump where you have some pretty glass vases, the cat will yes. not do that but I'll go on the perch instead.
2: Yeah, exactly. So with the perches again like cats are cats like to spy cats like to feel like they're in a safe space but still be able to see everything. So um, it's funny, like, again, I have an object in my house that the cat doesn't really like. It's like one, one of those, um, it's like a poof, like a cushion that goes on the floor. And if I put it on the floor, the cat doesn't touch it. If I put it on top of a chair, it's like the cat's favorite, it's our cat's favorite spot. And so with those perches, it's like if you put something high that a cat has access to that's comfortable that will be your cat's new favorite spot. And so it will definitely deter from the cat jumping on your vase, especially if you put it far away.
1: Yeah, that's always a good idea because, you know, I didn't think about that, but we do have some things. I do have some things in my home that are high that the cats can perch on, which I'm so glad they choose to perch there versus other places where I have a candelabra and some other, you know, more delicate pieces that would not be good for the cat. Although... My little diva always likes to put herself on the dining room table where there's a glass vase. <laughs> so far, she hasn't yeah. knocked it over.
2: Right? Yeah, you always want to kind of like steer your cat in the right direction in terms of like where you're encouraging them to go. So, like if they currently like going on the counter and you don't want them to be on the kitchen counter, you need to provide them with a um, better option rather than uh, sometimes it can be really hard to train them not to. go on those things unless you say hey here's here's somewhere better that you can go.
1: So let's talk about where can people find out more about Tuft & Paw and where can they see your beautiful designs?
2: If they visit tuftandpaw.com that's t-u-f-t-a-n-d-p-a-w.com they can see all of our designs we have lots of different categories that they can check out or they can follow us on Instagram so it's at Tuft and Paw, same thing. And we do lots of contests, giveaways, and uh, yeah, so they can find out more there.
1: And Jackson, you have so many beautiful designs and it's hard to, you know, this is audio that we really need to come and see it because it's there's so beautiful. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about that you didn't get a chance to?
2: Yeah. So there's two things that we're kind of doing. So like, again, like I mentioned earlier, our one of our core missions is basically um, working on the issue of homeless cats. So there's about a, one and a half million cats that are uh, euthanized each year in the U.S. And it's our core mission to basically bring that number down as far as we can. 1.5 million is a lot. And so we are currently now working, we're actively looking to partner with the Humane Society of the U.S. And I have reached out to them and basically we're just kind of trying to work something out there. So that's kind of like our one of our main focuses for the rest of this year is figuring out the best way that we can contribute. And in terms of product development, there's some really exciting stuff going on in Tufts and Paw. So, I mean, up until now we have some beautiful designs. Most of them though are kind of like beautiful versions of things that already exist. And what we're really trying to focus on for the rest of this year and next year is basically redefining cat furniture. And so it's like, okay, why is a scratching post always shaped like it is? Is that just how people have been doing it or is there a better way to do it? You know, why is it not a ball? Why is it? And so we're kind of going to be challenging a lot of those assumptions to really redefine some things like litter boxes and cat toys to really give it some more attention. So we're super excited for the next year.
1: Well, I think everybody needs to go to Tuffin and Paw and check it out. Definitely. You know, and keep visiting and see what you come up with as far as all these uh, great innovative ideas. And I love that you give back there a way too many cats that are, you know, you have to neuter and spade your cat. You have to, that's other shows that, that's on Catitude. Those are some other shows. Definitely, we have to all be more responsible. So that number one and a half million is crazy and that, so that number can go down. And I know that there's, it's wonderful what you're doing to um, partner with Humane Society And um, drive down that number. Definitely. Is the only place to purchase your product on your site, toftandpaw.com?
2: So, yeah, some of the products. Um, We work with different um, artisans globally. So some stuff you can find, but it's definitely not very accessible to people in the U.S. Again, we just try to find the best products. So we make and find products from around the world to bring them so that it's easier for the U.S. We're really focused on the U.S. And um, our site is one of the only places you can find it in the U.S.
1: Okay. Well, everyone, you need to head over to Tuft & Paw and look at this beautiful cat furniture. Trust me, you will find something your kitty needs. And Jackson, I'd like to thank you so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets and telling us all about Tuft & Paw.
2: Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure.
1: I love the site Tuft & Paw. It is beautiful. The site's beautiful. The furniture is beautiful. And I love that Jackson, the founder and e-commerce manager of Tuft & Paw, does it with the mission of saving more cats' lives. How wonderful is that? So take a look at Tuft & Paw and get something great for your kitty. I had my staff, my cat staff, Dennis and Charlotte and Ms. Diva Molly. They all love the scratcher. And I got the great idea to put it next to my overstuffed chair, which they like to claw, and they're clawing the scratcher instead. Yay, go mama, right? (laughs) And you can find out more at tuftandpaw.com. Thanks to my guests for coming on Best Bets for Pets. Thanks to everyone listening. Thanks to Charlotte and Dennis and Diva Molly for testing out the beautiful scratcher and Thanks, of course, and most of all, to my wonderful producer, Mark Winner, for making me and my guests sound great. Stay tuned. We have another great show coming up right after this break. Sit. Stay.
0: We'll be right back, right after we kibble a little with our sponsors.
1: It's Mr. Z's birthday coming up, and I have a great place where I'm going to go pick up some great party accessories for him and his pooch friends, Molly and Bandit Pet Party Accessories. They have wearables, like adjustable party hats. They have bow ties and tutus. You know, Mr. Z is going to get the bow tie, of course, and then his girlfriend can have the tutu. And they also have photo prop kits with funny glasses and hats and you know, table covers, there's party banners and cake decorations and treat bowls and cups and bags for some swag at the end. So it's everything you need to create memories and have Instagram worthy photos. I am so excited. I cannot wait. They're in two colorful themes, tropical and fireman. I just can't decide. I think I'm going to get both. So go ahead and check out the great Pet Party products at com slash petlife. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life
0: Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Pet <laughs>
1: Welcome back, everyone. Okay, well, you know, we're pet lovers, and they're messy. And, well, what are you going to do? I have some great products that not only will solve the messy problem, but they're multi-purpose, which I love. I'd like to introduce Chris Shipton. He's the president of Messy mutts Welcome, Chris. Thanks, Michelle. Much appreciated. Now, even though we say messy mutts, and cats are mutts too, but we don't really call them mutts, you have high-quality dog and cat products.
0: That's correct. Yeah, we started with uh, dog-specific, but we we found out very quickly that uh, the cat lovers didn't want to be discriminated against. So we started working hard on um, some key cat products as well.
1: Well, we're going to talk about three of your products here that I think they're ingenious. First up, this one's for all you cat lovers out there. You have a two-in-one cuddler cat house, and what I love about it, I'm going to let you describe it, but I love that it's multi-purpose. So how, for everybody listening, how would you describe it?
0: Well, it, yeah, it, you, you basically nailed it there. It's a cuddler, and then it actually transforms into a cat cave, so the cat can hide out and keep its privacy, or you can leave it squished down and flat, and the cat can curl up and, and be with one in the world. Um but the really cool thing about it that uh, most people kind of overlook is the, the patented probiotic enzymes called Everfresh that we embed in the fabrics. That's the uh, kind of the, the next level stuff, as we like to call it. And uh, what that is is really probiotic enzymes that wake up when a food source comes in contact, and that is actually odor. So when these cat beds um, start to smell, the probiotics wake up. Basically, they eat the the odor, they turn it into CO2 and water vapor. um, Then they go back to sleep, and they last for the life of the bed. It's all natural odor elimination.
1: I love it. I thought it was great that it was you know a cat cave and a cuddler, which you know is where the so the cat can go on top of it and you know just curl up. But the fact that it has this added bonus of their probiotics.
0: Yeah, they're probiotic enzymes. So we we talk about that in diets all the time. And this is just taking it to another level where we can actually incorporate it into our lifestyle. Most of the competitive products that we would come across in this space would would usually use potentially low-level toxins, like antimicrobial, that kind of thing, that that actually wear out over time, where we've come up with an all-natural solution that just keeps on ticking, as we like to say.
1: That's a great point that it's an all-natural solution because you have to be so careful what you put around your cats and your dogs. I mean, even just using something like a different type of air freshener or any kind of carpet cleaner can cause respiratory problems on some cats. I just challenges in many yeah. animals
0: that way, right? And you know, I think the goal of most people is to, to find a home and a lifestyle trend that is safe. You know, we've got kids in the house, we've got pets in the house, and and adults just in general want to stay healthier.
1: Well, I love the product. I think it's fabulous. Now, you have another product, which I think this is really cool because it's, I love multi-purpose products that just, you flip something, it becomes something else. You have a travel water bottle and bowl. And this is, I just think it's great. Bit of a mouthful, isn't it? It's so cool. It's just so <laughs> cool. You know, you flip something and it becomes, well, let me let you describe it because you're so this, the expert. This really,
0: the genesis of this was hydration. There's lots of parts of the country where you're, you're always walking and dogs need to stay hydrated. So we really wanted to find a solution that was suitable for the owner to walk with ease and and have it kind of all in one piece. So... We developed this stainless steel bottle so it wouldn't break, and then we have a patented flip-up silicone sleeve, basically, that when the dog needs to drink, you pull it up. The water drains into this large open silicone bowl, and then if the water's not finished, it actually will go back into the bottle so you can keep going on with your journey and not waste your water.
1: I love that idea because people have come up, you know, I've seen other things where you can, some dogs will drink from something poured, but a lot of them won't. <laughs> and I've seen people on hikes or at dog parks where they'll try to cup their hands so that the dog will get some water or put it in on the little cap that came with the bottle and that doesn't fly. It just does not work.
0: Yeah. My dog was one of the perfect examples of that. It, we, uh, we, you know, my dog Diesel wouldn't drink out of a regular bowl while walking. But as soon as we started using this, for whatever reason, he just found it easy. And then, you know, if there was any left over, it just went in the bowl or back into the bottle. And, you know, we just kept on going. And it is quite wide. So, you know, he's a lab cross. So, you know, it was easy for him to get his big snout in there. And then, uh, yeah, it's great for walking.
1: Okay, this next product I love, and I think it is... I don't have. I can't decide. I think I like all all three. I don't have a favorite, but this what I think is cool. Okay, brings out the cook in me, which doesn't come out very often. Your flexible silicone treat maker. What I love is that it goes in the oven, it goes in the freezer, it goes in the microwave. And I know it's only up to certain temperatures in the oven that you can hold it because a lot of us like to, you know, pet parents like to make treats for our pooches, especially if they're on special diets and you have regular treats during the maybe the most of the year and then you can make ice treats during the warmer times of the year. So how do you describe it?
0: Yeah, to give you a history. I guess goes back a little bit on us. We're actually a kitchen company, so that's how we really got started with all these silicone items. We were doing silicone bakeware, silicone kitchen tools. So when we got into the pet world uh, about five years ago, I was like, you no, know I've been making like little ice cube trays and baking molds for the house. Why don't we take that and move it into the pet world in little bone shapes? So it was we kind of fell into it in a in a good way as the market has grown we we found little niches so bone broth for example is a big trend and people want to freeze that and give it to their to their dog so it's a you know from a raw diet perspective which is i'm sure you've spoken to that and how that's growing in popularity we can accommodate that user from a bone broth um we've also had people obviously bake out things which is kind of cool it's not something i would do every day but i've done it many times with like chicken and kale Little treats for for my dog, And more of a simplistic way, would be taking maybe a, a dehydrated food, packing it out uh, like you, you make it, and then you put it into the mold and bake it that way. So you actually are repurposing your your food. It's it's kind of neat, and the dogs love it. Obviously, you know they get to in the in the summer have frozen treats and. In the baking, it's fun for everybody. You know, if the kids want to get involved too, they're making treats for, for Fido or whoever whoever the pup is, it's bringing everybody together.
1: Do you think cats would like baked treats if you were ever to make a cat tree holder or cat tree tray holder?
0: You might have stumped me on that one. I've never been approached on it, so that's worth uh, probably a little bit of investigation.
1: Because I'm thinking... Well, I want to cut. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, what? Because I'm thinking that you have two sizes. One is smaller bones and larger bones, right? Yep. So, maybe little
0: fish patterns.
1: Yeah, maybe little yeah. fish because if it was small enough, and you know, cat treats are so tiny compared to even the small dog treats that sure. it would, and they have much smaller mouths, of course. So it'd have to be a lot smaller, and. I know that some cats like ice. I have one that plays with it, but she probably would eat it if it tasted good. Maybe fish-flavored water or fish broth or something frozen. Maybe, yeah.
0: yeah it's worth, it's worth lo- us looking into. Thanks for the product development idea.
1: Yeah. Hey, you can put me on <laughs> staff any time. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: how all these things come about in our office, actually. It's like, you know what? What if we did this? You know, my dog or cat might like this idea. And no one's actually approached us on the cat treats. So That's it. You know what? We'll put it at the uh, at the table next time we're talking product development.
1: Yeah. Well, it comes from my other show is Catitude, and even on Best Pets for Pets, I've gotten a lot of comments on. You have so many dog things. What about cats? What about cats? And cats are actually there's more cats that are owned, at least in the U.S., than dogs. Because generally when people own cats, they have two. Most households have one dog.
0: Gotcha. You know, I hadn't put the two and two together about having multiple cats. I knew the, I knew the stat that there were more cats than dogs. Um, and for me, not being a cat person for probably about 15 years, I became allergic to them, unfortunately. I used to have cats as a kid growing up. I haven't had the, the product development side there because I'm, I'm typically catering to my dogs. That's where this all started. So I keep thinking about what's best for our household and how I build around around them and what we can can bring to market and and offer others uh, that are like minded to us.
1: Who knows? It might be something that's untapped because I've never heard of a cat treat tray or whether right. you know silicone or regular or anything. So I don't know if there it exists at all or who knows, but.
0: I'm going to be going on the web and taking a peek.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there may be something out there. But you have great products, and I know you have more than the ones that we listed. Where can people buy the Messy Muts products?
0: Well, we're pretty easy. Messymuts.ca will will take you... uh To the online store, but we also put uh, most of our our brick-and-mortar clients on the website, so you can punch in your zip code and find the stores closest to you. We're distributed nationally in in the United States and Canada, so there's lots of opportunity to pick up our product.
1: Okay, wonderful. It's a great product, and thank you so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets.
0: I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Michelle.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye, Chris. Take care. Bye. Wow, great show and some great products from Messy Mutts. You can find out more, of course, if you go to petliferadio.com, go to the show page for Best Bets for Pets and go to this episode. There'll be a little blurb and then a link to the website and I'm telling you all of these products are so cool and I love how they're so innovative and multi-purpose, which is fabulous. Stay tuned. Keep listening. We have so many great shows. I'd like to thank my producer, Mark Winner, for making me and my guests sound great. Thanks to my guest, Chris from Messy Mutts. It was wonderful having him on. Thanks, of course, to everyone listening, all of you pet parents out there, pet parents-to-be, grandparent pet parents. I so appreciate you listening, and thanks to my crew which was Nikki and Mr. Z and Dennis and Charlotte and Molly that tested everything out, and they had a blast. Thanks so much.
0: Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on petlightradio.com.